This episode is brought to you by Longhorn Lager from Farmer's Creed Beer. Suck me sideways. (laughs) It's time to grab the bull by the horns. Welcome to Beer and Bullshit, the podcast. I'm your host, Ben Johnson. My co-host is Chris Peller. We are the third place uh, champions of Slow Pitch City's Summer Men's League. Go Long Balls. We did it. Top five finish. Um, third place champion. What, third place what champion. a moniker. <laughs> you didn't mention Division 5. Just a just a shade the above. Divisions don't mean anything. Oh, okay. Never mind. It's a shade above recreational. How many divisions are there? Are we five of five? We are absolutely. Okay, we are. so we're the third best team in the worst division of all the teams that play in Dorchester. I'd like Still, to say we're better. We're better than seven teams. That's it. That's the takeaway. All those seven teams can eat our asses. You know what? They say that every team that doesn't ultimately win the championship ends their season in disappointment. But I would argue that we did not. I was quite satiated by where we finished the season up. Yeah, satiated was a word that every guy on our slow pitch team was using that night. God, I'm so satiated by that victory. Yeah, we did that satiation survey. Everybody was fully yeah, the satiated. Sa- and the, sati- the satiation party was nice. Put that cookie down oh, sorry. now! <laughs> sorry, Arnold. Uh, if you're just joining us, uh, we're having fun with the uh, soundboard. Um, how's your week been, Chris? You're back to reality after a week in uh, Ireland. Yes, Have sir. You've been on the show since you've been. In... No, did we talk about Ireland on the show? I don't even remember what day. No, it is. no, we we didn't have a show last week because I was in Ireland. Right, and I just got back two days ago. So <laughs> no, we've not that. done a show since. Uh, it was good. Drank a lot of beer, drank a lot of whiskey, saw lots of stuff, met some cool people. That's it. Good. Done. That's your recap. And shouts to my uh, tour guide and new friend, John Murphy, who I promised could come on the show as a guest if he delivered some pooching for me, which is Irish moonshine. He did not deliver said moonshine. So this shout out is all you get, John. Hope you're listening. Is he gonna? Is he gonna listen? Your Irish tour guide's gonna listen to our podcast about Ontario beer. I fucking hope so. Whoa! Wow! A whole week there. That's what you picked up in terms of your accent. <laughs> I Most thought my... we should practice our Irish step dancing to celebrate the St. Patrick's Day season. I'll stop. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> my Irish accent was mostly practiced quietly to Lena as we walked away from people that said something hilarious with an Irish accent. I mostly mm-hmm. just repeat it quietly make sure nobody heard me you know. so i know you you went to you went to kilkenny you went did you go to the guinness brewery went to the guinness brewery and uh, yeah the kilkenny uh kilkenny place as well um that was it for breweries hit a few distilleries maybe four distilleries what beer blew your mind mm, good question if, if any or was it more irish whiskey um, it's probably more Irish whiskey. I would honestly say, uh, and this is a lame answer, but maybe the Guinness blew my mind a little bit. Um, That's not a lame answer. That's what you should probably say. I just, I've, I've never been considered myself a huge fan of Guinness. And then 
um, all of a sudden I'm, I'm drinking it every day, starting at noon and it's just, well, you talk to people about it. Well, yeah, pretty much, but I'm drinking a Guinness right now, (laughs) but you talk to people there and it's, and, and, you know, they're, they go on and on about how, how do you get the perfect pint and pour it and you got to let it settle and this and that and the other, but it's more about, you want a good Guinness, you need to go to a, like a shitty old Irish pub and that's got a whole bunch of old guys sitting at the bar, all drinking Guinness because you know, that last pint was poured within a couple minutes of being there. So Makes it's sense. the length of the tap line, how many pints fit in that tap line from the keg to the tap and how recently it was. And they are the people I talked to. How about, how about, how did you see anywhere uh, when the last time those lines were cleaned? So that's a thing that I am a huge fan of in a, in a bar, like in the handful of Toronto bars, it'll be like, here's the last time it was clean. And here's the next time it's scheduled to be clean. I'm like, these people give a fuck about beer. So I think the cleaning part is important, especially if you're not serving that much draft beer or that much draft beer, let's say of particular types, or you're changing out a keg for something else with Guinness. It's, you're constantly pouring something does it need to be that clean? i don't know man like look at this do you want to pour this over and over and over to the same tube and not clean it i feel i don't know yeah maybe not um i'll tell you though it tasted it tasted smoother than anywhere i've ever had guinness before the only uh i don't know this is a secondhand story but i had a friend who went to the guinness brewery and the person pouring their beer drew the shamrock you know as you do when you're while you're pouring and the person was like, I thought this was a North American thing. And the server just said, may God have mercy on your soul and walked away. <laughs> <laughs> I like the, somebody's telling me the hot trend for young people in Guinness now is when you get your pint poured, you you drink until you can split the G on the glass. So it's four good Irish gulps was the recommendation, but. You drink, put your pint down. Is your beer now splitting the G? Fun was it fun a, little. Was that a lot of beer, or was it just trying to be precise, like trying to figure out the exact amount? It's not like a like a chugging a beer or drinking a ton of it, right? The G is pretty high up in the pint, right? Exactly. It's maybe like four or five gulps or something like that. And uh, mm. you know, this younger guy that was telling me that, an old guy was like, "He's fucking kids here." <laughs> he did not. He did not agree with this new fad for social media. He thought it was idiotic. So it's kind of weird. I'm gonna try it. I have a Guinness glass upstairs. Maybe before I go to bed tonight, I'll have another pint. I did try some. uh, I tried some craft beers uh, that were trying more North American styles. Yeah, and like without fail, all of the cans on them would be. This is not your dad's beer. This is not traditional, and you might hate us for it, but we're going to do it anyway. I'm like, you don't need to put that many disclaimers on there. Maybe they do in Ireland. They've got an idea of what beer should taste like. Yeah, it goes back a few years too. Yeah. Any hits there? Um, not really. I mean, cool, cool, cool. This is an exciting part of the show. <laughs> my favorite beer name was the Galway Hooker. I'm gonna edit that out. What <laughs> was it about a hook shot in golf? No, no, it was more about funny jokes you can make while uh, you're ordering a pint with your wife at the bar. <laughs> that sounds cool. <laughs> I know how you like beers with sort of yeah no it's appropriate any excuse to objectify women right let's do it it's a different type of hooker Ben it's a sea town it's about fishing uh, why don't we get to our guest let's do that before we get absolutely here. okay 
we got a good one tonight. Uh, we've got Rob Hearn, uh, also known as Bobo, and he is the uh, he's just the the guy, owner proprietor of Short Finger Brewery. Um, I don't know if I was recording when I first logged on, but Rob and I, I think we've only met once, a hundred million years ago, when he was working at uh, Great Lakes Brewery, and I was there for a collab beer. And uh, yeah, it was a home brewing shop turned brewery. <clears throat> And we'll just, uh, let's get to it. You want to talk to Rob? Absolutely. I'm excited about this one. This brewery's right up my alley. Is that why you took your shirt off? Of course. (laughs) There we go. Um, I feel like we've, like, I know we've met, but it feels like it was once maybe and a long time ago. We would have, I think we met briefly at Great Lakes. Right. When you uh, came down to do... Old, 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 dirty Ben Johnson. Old dirty Ben Johnson. Old dirty Ben Johnson. That's not what it was. It was was just old man Johnson. Old man Johnson. I like that you threw dirty in there. That's good. Yeah, I mean, I usually do. Old dirty Ben Johnson. This episode has a name now. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, old dirty. Um, That makes sense. I would have called it that. Yeah, which was a lovely beer. Did you also go to Bryden's when we crushed almost a whole keg of it in one night? Oh, probably um, too many, too many Bryden's excursions when you work at Great Lakes. Yeah, that's fair. So, so they do start to just mesh together on you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. Chris but I think that would probably be it. I'm just sending the link. Cool. Um, yeah. So that's it. And then I just watched you like via social media do a whole other life <laughs> yeah 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 i just just really decided to go off and do my own thing yeah that's Which great and it was, has it been was, a, has been a wild ride a wild was, ride was that 2015 am i right short finger started yeah yeah 2015 we uh moved out of toronto moved down to kitchener waterloo having never really spent much time here and we're like yeah we're here we go we're gonna do this thing this place needs something so let's do it and uh it yeah it was a ride it was a, it was a hard decision to leave toronto and leave great lakes and do my own thing like it, that was a very very daunting was obviously the, i mean yeah I, I mean was the only impetus for leaving the city to do something in a city where it might be better received like it was just like hey let's set this up in a different city or were you like, so it was moving, or how, why did you end up there? No, no, my my spouse. Uh, we both kind of wanted to get out of Toronto. Toronto's great, but we also didn't want to live there forever, right? Um, so that was part of it, and I had kind of looked at it as a, I'm never going to be able to afford to do my shit in Toronto, right? Like the way space was, and just how much how much it costs and and that there were so many breweries and this is like 2014 2015 i remember the day i left toronto and moved out was the day that um not rorschach who was it someone right around the corner from me from where i used to live above the stockyards like open their doors like over shacklands junction who's over there too reinhardt 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 opened their doors Yeah. yeah The day I left Toronto. So there wasn't even that many breweries. Right. But there but there was. 
And I was like, we're getting out of here. We're going to do our own thing outside of the Toronto bubble. And I mean, oh, that's hey. Chris. <laughs> we can see him and now the audience can hear him. Chris has sneaked into our call. Hi, Chris. How you doing, guys? How's it going, Rob? Hey, Chris. Chris, Rob, Rob. Going very, very well. <laughs> I like your backdrop there. That's way better than my my dungeon, or that it, it appears every I, week appears to be a fake false back on uh, on me. You don't uh, get to see it unless you're on the show, though. You never get to see. Yeah, it's only you're a skylight. Video. You you got a skylight behind you. That's fancy. <laughs> Real fancy. I'm just, uh, I'm actually still at the brewery because Tuesday during the day, I look after my daughter all day and then come in and work evenings. So you guys doing the podcast on Tuesday actually works out pretty well for me on most evenings, depending on what's going on. So good to know. Yeah, now that's you're why I'm here. You're a candidate yeah. for you're a candidate for a repeat visit already. Oh, Zero. that's a little that's a little early. You just <laughs> wait. Yeah, let's give it a wait minute. till the content comes out. Then you be like, oh, oh, absolutely not. That was that was hot garbage. <laughs> <laughs> so, Rob, was the concept was it was all homebrewing at first, right? That it was homebrewing supplies. So originally, the concept was um, try to do something to bring money in while I start the business and put the pieces for the brewery together. Oh, so you always had a brewery in mind. Brewery was always number one. The homebrew shop was always number two. And it's kind of one of those funny things most people do not realize. From day one, our slogan was, life is short, homebrew. I was pretty much telling them all that it was a limited lifespan on right. how long I would be doing homework. <laughs> um, because it it wasn't exactly what I wanted to do. And not that I was like, I'm going to ask this, like, of course, 100%. But uh, it was, if I have to choose one or the other kind of thing, and it did come down to that eventually, I'm going to be doing work. And at that time, 2015, homebrew was so... Everybody... Everybody in their like 30s to 40s was home brewing, like nonstop. So it was a good time to do it. Really good time to do it. That's not that my changed. experience, but yes, I get. I mean, like, I have a tangential, of, of, you know, relationship with homebrew in the sense that, like, for a minute there, I was like, I would, I, I'm kind of known in the beer circle. So like, people would sometimes bring me homebrew. That was kind of my like, hey, you're the yeah, beer that's guy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> But it was like, I, I got to tell you, like, I, n- I never had my mind blown by homebrew. So, like, I, if you follow the, you know me on social media, I will yeah. often shit on homebrew. It's fun for me. Absolutely. <laughs> As someone who has drank more homebrew than probably anyone you've ever met in your life. Well, this is my question uh, for you. Like, how much shitty homebrew have you had? <laughs> I've had so much shit homebrew. But I will also throw on top of that. I've had some mind-blowingly good homebrew but it's a very small percentage right right so not everybody is good at making beer that's and my job for a while was like trying to correct major flaws of homebrewers that were coming into the shop and we literally were tasting the worst of the worst and trying to help them. oh and just like troubleshooting sitting there just being like well there's this there's this you know like laying out all the flaws like i'm a certified beer judge 
Yeah. And we used to do homebrew competitions. And I remember early on, I think after our second or third homebrew comp, uh, one of my buddies used to live in my basement and we do this game because at the end of a ha- uh, competition, you have hundreds of unmarked bottles of homebrew. And I'd invite people over and I'd just be like, okay, you got to pick a bottle and oh, you have God. to take the first step. <laughs> and like, it was just like going through and Yeesh. honestly, one of the worst hangovers I've ever had in my life is after <laughs> we did the homebrew game. And I, I don't think I got out of bed till like 6 p.m. the next day. And my in-laws were in town, like came to town at like 10 a.m. I was supposed to be hanging out with them and I was just like, I can't do it. Yeah, yeah. Just like homebrew bottles all over the place. It's just like, I can't do it. I Luckily, my my father-in-law is somewhat uh, understanding. He's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Well, that's kind of a nice crash course in like how not to make beer. So it must have helped you on your way to like creating the brewery. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, for sure. There was, there was a... I, I, I'm not going to say that that was a learning thing for me personally, but like, yeah, I can identify bad beer right. really well. <laughs> yeah, there, I am very sensitive to some very specific off flavors at this point. <laughs> so, are people sensitive? Somebody brews the best homebrew they think they've ever brewed and bring it to you, like, what do you think, Rob? And you taste it and it's awful. Are you able to be honest with them or do you have to drink a well, whole beer? Well, to be, that is most people would come to me looking for honest feedback. Okay. And if you want someone to blow smoke up your ass, then go drink with your buddies. Right. They'll tell you it's good. Sure. They don't know fucking shit. You know, like <laughs> well, the big prices, right? Care. Yeah. Right. Free beer. Hell yeah. That tastes great, brother. <laughs> so on the, yeah, on the flip side, <clears throat> Have there been people that just blew your mind and now they're like like professional brewers? Like did anybody like <clears throat> cut their teeth at short finger? So I mean, this is not a cut teeth. Right. But when I moved to uh Kitchen Waterloo, I got involved with a local homebrew club, whatever. There's a growler share thing. And that is where I met Jeremy from the Barn Cat. Mm. So kind of linked in that way. And one of the first beers we ever released on an actual like commercial scale was with them. And that was Paul, which I think is still one of their higher rated double IPAs, fruited IPAs. And like, I spent a lot of time with Matt and Jeremy uh, zesting fucking Clementines forever for hours, (laughs) usually hungover as shit because Jeremy always wanted to do it on the like first or second of January, and I would have been out at like four in the morning, like right, you know, doing New Year's Eve stuff, like as most normal people do. Um, <laughs> so, but another one that's actually a funny one, and I think I offended Devo because I forgot um, Steve from Third Moon won. Uh, I think he was runner-up. He might have won. Now he's going to be pissed because I forgot for sure. Uh, he won the uh, the IPA challenge we did that was with Great Lakes and got to do a brew at Great Lakes. So I met him early on. 
before third moon was a thing and didn't even realize it and was like yeah that was some good beer man that was you know like and now they're they're like yeah they're third moon now. yeah they're <laughs> third moon and people people know third moon nobody knows short finger <laughs> well i mean your footprint i feel like it's pretty small in terms of geographic you know availability yeah oh yeah like from day one i uh always said i want to never sell beer outside of my building that's not a reasonable or realistic but that is always my goal of like i never want to drive you beer i want you to come here and get the beer and leave is that still the case did you stick to that no absolutely not man i was like wait a minute that's unrealistic (laughs) that's not gonna work you don't only have a retail space right yeah yeah (laughs) the field Uh, of dreams model (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It will come to you. Uh, Maybe in a no, place where like, there's no competition, but things have changed. Yeah. Maybe in 2015, you could have got away with that, but not anymore. Well, it was more so the scale and scope of what I was doing uh, and what I really focus on, which is like the mixed fermentation, the barrel-aged blended sours, um, knowing that people who want those beers would probably come to get them if they were of a caliber worth getting. And that um, is not necessarily true. It didn't It didn't quite <laughs> pan out the way I had hoped. But I mean, when I, had, when I first started putting this together, like sour beers were coming in and starting to be a big thing and then they kind of like plateaued and then every brewery under the sun makes a mediocre to shitty sour beer. Um, with the exception of a few people who make good ones and that trend kind of fizzled out a little bit. So, yeah, that is what it is. You also have, I mean, it's not nothing to competition in KW. Like we've had, uh, uh, we've had Kevin from block three on the show twice. Now he's one of our few double guys, but we've talked about the scene in the area. It's, it's pretty good. Like, I'm, you guys got oh, yeah. going on these days. I, I don't know what it looked like. In 2015, it must have been felt like next to nothing. But now it's, it seems like there's tons of beer available there. There's lots of beer available, for sure. And Kev is, Kev is a good guy. I, uh, I really appreciate having him in this community. He is super active, uh, especially online, and just, like, seems to always have his sort of thumb on the pulse of what's going on which is which is nice so, yeah yeah he, he's just not an asshole and he's very vocal <laughs> yeah he's not an asshole and he's vocal yeah yeah that's, that's a good way to describe Kevin for yeah me. i mean <laughs> your your region does have some assholes we don't have to go there but there's some problematic people i'm not as familiar with the assholes let's go there who are we talking oh, about oh, if you go back then... and listen to the show that you're on you'll you oh <laughs> Uh, yes. So yeah, you I, did a you you did it you ditched the home brewing. I mean that's pretty recent. Yeah, um, but it was always part of the plan. It was always part of the plan that um, the homebrew shop would potentially just be phased out eventually, and unfortunately, the phasing out was a financial. People weren't coming in. People weren't homebrewing. We had this really weird bump, like spike. It was huge at the start of COVID. And like everybody who had ever homebrew was back out again. 
And then after like six months, it started to deplete, 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 and just sort of drop down and drop down. And and I think people's buying habits totally changed. Shortfinger was like the destination shop. It was an experience to come into and chat and you know, chat homebrew and whatnot. Right. And people didn't do that after COVID, especially that first little bit, right? Like everybody was shopping online. Yeah, we had an on, online shop, but like it it yeah. changed and to be honest, I didn't want to do it anymore. I was I'm already working so much trying to run just the brewery and like a pretty fucking niche brewery that nobody really has heard of and like doing weird styles that I make up and like yeah doing till Thursday buddy when this goes live and then everything's exactly the same traffic people are coming they're coming to you you're gonna get that beer and bullshit bump baby (laughs) everything's turning up mailhouse exactly yeah Yeah, i mean as much as i shit on homebrewing it's clearly about there's a community there right it's not just about you know the guy in the basement you know dumping jalapenos in his diacetyl beer (laughs) wait did i take it take it too close to him but no but i mean i i I can like in london we have like a london homebrewers guild and like yeah 90 percent of the people who've started breweries here or work in the industry in london that's Mm -hmm. where they met that's where they came up with the idea or that's where you know they discover their stuff so i get it i guess pandemic kind of you know your homebrewing is not is it's if you've ever i'm sure you have because given you but like if you ever you know headed to a homebrewing forum it's really about like idea sharing and like what are you working on what am i working on Mm -hmm. so if you take out that community hub availability i can see how it would peter out because your first is you could be like oh everyone's home why not brew beer it's like why not make sourdough bread or whatever the fuck we were doing and then yeah yeah, i'm just gonna i'm just gonna buy shit online and then you realize you're like oh my beer's not that good or you don't realize it (laughs) depending on who you are like (laughs) i'd rather just buy beer Right. And and that's the weird thing about anyone like tangentially involved with beer. Like I've been writing about beer for, I don't know, like over a decade and everyone's like, oh, you must make beer. I'm like, no, that's not like, that's, don't assume I make it. Like I, I, I much rather pay professionals to make really good beer than try to, you know, ruin something I love in my basement. Yep. Absolutely. There's a Mitch Hedberg joke somewhere in there about farming, but whatever. <laughs> We'll look it up. I'll play it at the end. Yeah, of the yeah, show. yeah, yeah. You, you, yeah. You throw some Mitch Hedberg in there for me. Who is? Yeah, I, I, I did, I did dive into your blog a bit and notice that you said people were fewer people were homebrewing these days, and you said even fewer people shopping locally. You think it's just like, hey, we're home, pandemic, Amazon, fuck it. Yeah, I mean, I think that's kind of a Fisher Waterloo because it's super tech. Like we get like a huge tech. Uh, Sorry, just life going around me here. Um, community and businesses like BlackBerry started out of here. Google has their shit, and like they're an international community, right? Right, and how they shop and how they operate. Um, and I think that does come through, and I see it in the community. But I, I mean, I, I don't know shit. That's the thing. I'm like, I don't know. I'm guessing at this and that. When it comes down to stuff like that, I'm like, ah. I don't know, probably something like this. Eh, who knows? I'm who knows? not a professional. I make beer. <laughs> yeah, I was reading a uh, Forbes article talking about how the U.S. craft beer market is down right now. So mm-hmm. why do we think it's down? And and the answer was... 
Oh, hang on, hang on. I hit mute. I'm sorry, Chris. No. I actually hit mute. You didn't want to hear that. You were like, and we no. don't care. Honestly, I was about to burp and I was trying to mute myself. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely not. We will not. Don't even invite me to the pod. We don't need to hear about your fancy magazine reading. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was online. Content was free. Oh, okay. Um, Continue. Wait. Yeah, but it was effectively they 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 couldn't come up with any one thing. Oh, people are being more healthy, or you know, interest rates are up and costs are more expensive, and people are trying to tighten their purse strings. It was like these are not explanations. These are reasons why somebody wouldn't buy something. It doesn't have to be craft beer. It could be anything. And it's just, I, it's what I don't know. I, I don't know what's going on. But you know what? On, on that side, like the homebrew shop, we shut that down. We made some moves here. We like totally changed the tasting room. Tried to make it a little less of a like garage homebrewer hangout and a little more cozy. Sort of. I mean, I call it a lambic black hole. That was a theme I was going for here. And this is the first summer. Uh, since COVID, that thing started like looking better. People were coming out and, and like actually showing up a bit more, and we actually felt like there was people who were interested, again. or at least I did. So on my side, I'm like, yeah, like shit was weird. Of course, it was weird. Like <laughs> what just happened the last few months? That was or years, whatever. That was wild. Come on, like. And yeah. finally, I'm like, that shit's getting better again. It's slow and it's not perfect and 2023 was a was a wild year in this area for the amount of breweries that closed and honestly i was concerned of course i was like mm -hmm. i would be a fool not be but i also decided to make changes what are we it's october mm -hmm. and I saw the changes to the market 16 months ago, made my decision to close the homebrew shop, shed my overhead, sublease part of my space, change my tasting room, which all took me over a year to pull off in the hope that I would be able to keep shit going, you know? Mm -hmm. And I feel like I'm finally getting through some things and feeling a little more positive again. I know it's not the same operation, but that's that's life. What stays the same? You gotta just not yeah, to like, you know, you like you, you, gotta you gotta adapt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's well, I can say that I mean, word. Pivot. Oh man, the start of the pandemic, it was just nothing. But everybody's got to pivot, pivot. And then I did a pivot beer, and then one of the local breweries called me out and said, "Oh, we just released a pivot beer," and I was like. I went on untapped and was like, there is like yeah. <laughs> seriously 165 <laughs> pivot beers right now, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's hard to come up with beer names. Yeah. Oh, I love yeah, beer they... names, man. I... It is fun, but also like you go down this stupid rabbit hole. Like if you've ever been, obviously you have, but when you were in a room and you're just trying to come up with a name for a beer, like the level of stupidity and the rabbit holes you go down, it's just ridiculous. Uh Okay, I have I constantly have a list of names that I want to use on my like hot water on demand that I use for brewing. And I'm just like it's constantly adding, taking away of uh, just things I'm like, oh, I want to use this, want to use that. And I don't I mean, 
I do know what you're saying because I do. I'm. I came out of the Great Lake, Great Lakes uh, era, so I do too many collabs. I'm yeah. always like, yeah, let's yeah. do another collab. Let's do a collab. Yeah. Um, <laughs> great Lakes, those guys. Collab. If you want to talk about names, let's, we don't need to go down the Great Lakes. <laughs> oh, rabbit. we're not going. We're not. I was there. I was there. <laughs> I like that your uh, yeah, brewery. I, have, I also of... have. I also have a text thread with Jason Fisher at Indy where we just randomly, oh. this is a beer name, this is a beer name. And if it's ever publicized, we're both canceled, I'll tell you. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yes, immediately. So do you, like, you're, I mean, you're sort of themed. I I, I liked, uh, you yeah. know, I, re- I saw one of your Instagram posts. What did it say? Sci-fi punk brewery. And I was like, oh, that yeah. would be my, that would be my dating profile if I was single. <laughs> so it's definitely speaking to me. So All right. you're coming. Would you up have with... those headphones on in the picture of your Tinder profile? <laughs> of course. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. it would depend if I could shift win. my background to something cooler. But um, yeah. So yeah. when you're coming up Shooting with beer stuff. names, is it is is that where you start? Just kind of like a, a deep knowledge of sci-fi. Yeah, I've got a. I'm pretty geeky when it comes to like sci-fi and um i also have a deep love of punk and pop punk so i try and mesh these things together and when i'm when i'm naming beer i usually start with the name and then come up with the style so true believer was always from day one one of our pale ales I had the name well before I had the beer, but I always knew it was going to be a pale ale. So True Believer is the name of a Bouncing Souls song. But it also ties pretty well into the sci-fi sort of vibes mm-hmm. of things. Like aliens exist. I mean, obviously. We get it. Yeah, you you get it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chris and that I have seen thing. Chris and I have seen Blink 182 uh three times, each time ten years apart. We saw them in grade 12 here in London, Ontario at the Warp Tour. We saw them in their 10 nice. year reunion. And then we just saw them again in Toronto. What, like you did the Toronto ago. one, eh? We did. I, uh, I think I the gaps are like wider a... than that. It's roughly yeah. a decade. Yeah. <laughs> the math yeah. may not check out. <laughs> that math may not work. Yeah. I, uh, I did. I really considered going to that Toronto one. And it was like, nah, nah, I am not spending that much money on Blake 182. Yeah, it was. I it was like good. you. It, it was expensive. Yeah. It was good. Like considering yeah, the first yeah, one yeah. was like they were one of like yeah I don't know forty bands we saw and like I bought a T shirt off of Mark Hoppus working his own merch booth. It was a different vibe. Yeah, it's it a, a, it's a different vibe. thing. It's a different thing. Not so you saved seven. your money for uh, the twenty one hundred dollar ticket to U two in the Sphere. Smart. Uh no <laughs> no 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 Taylor twenty one hundred oh Taylor Swift. <laughs> I'm all Swift, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a Swifty. Here we go. Um. Oh shit! I was going to. Oh, fuck! I forgot. I was going to ask because Chris got into names. Did we kill your name question, Chris? I'm sorry. I interrupted. No, I was. I was talking about uh, how you came up with names. Follow up question: Do your employees need to be punks and or nerds? Mm. No, actually, there was a good stretch of time where I would only hire sandwich artists. You had to have worked at Subway and had a <laughs> shirt that said you were a sandwich artist. There was like a lot of sandwich artists through a short figure there. <laughs> that died recently. I was pretty disappointed. But, you know, times got tough. COVID made it really hard to find employees. 
Is there a lot of subways in your area? What's the what's no? The... <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean there's subways, sure. I think probably just as many as there are in London. I love a good sub. I won't lie. I, I still, yeah. I still love Subway. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the me and uh, our like manager Mike are the two like original. I mean, I'm obviously original. Right. Sandwich artists employees really hold that torch and keep that going the new crew that we've had through this year are not are not uh subway employees former subway employees just disappointing but hey they might end up at subway you never know how things are going to work out (laughs) thanks for that (laughs) for them not you (laughs) okay yeah yeah sure sandwich artist also is a beer name if it hasn't been a beer name before just throwing that out there but what's the style I would go, this is a beer I've already made once before. I never got to try, which is another story. A dill pickle IPA. Okay, I'm on a real big dill pickle pizza vibe right now. Talk to me about this. What are you, where are you getting that action? So there's a certain, it's called City Pizza here in town. You can pick your toppings and they give you different like sauces on the bottom but you can also pick dill pickles so i did a ranch dill pickle bacon hot pepper and it was like really fucking good and then there's a place in town that's like franklin pizza and they have a dill pickle ranch pizza that's like what they're known for tomorrow night slices of dill pickles on the pizza oh oh yeah slices uh on on the pizza and tomorrow i am making i've got like an uni one of my buddies coming over, I'm making him pizza and I'm going to do my first like dill pickle pizza at home, which is going to be pineal bacon, pickles, hot peppers. I think. Oof, nice. So, yeah. So there good. used to be a place in and London. This is that... in the last two weeks. So. Yeah. There used to be a place in London that did a Montreal smoked meat pizza with mustard on it. I love mustard. I don't know if I can get behind that. Really, it was pretty good. I'm not, and I love like I like Montreal smoked meat, but like mustard the sauce then instead of tomato sauce. It's it's no, it's just drizzled on top. Drizzled on top. Okay, yeah, yeah, not like spread all over the bottom like that. That would be aggressive. Spicy dish. Yeah, that'd be a lot. That would be aggressive. Are you looking for a smooth, lightly filtered lager with a balanced taste and crisp finish? Grab the bull by the horns. Longhorn Lager from Farmer's Creed Beer is available at Select Beer and LCBO stores now. Details at FarmersCreedBeer.com. So, uh, Rob, you've rebranded again? Have you been to- rebranded twice? I feel like I see no, like, no, no. two different hands. I've... Am I making that up? Is there a hand and then another I... hand? Uh, you don't know. No, no. Like <laughs> The hand was the original one because I my hand, like... I'm short finger is because i have a short finger i actually didn't know that i'm now just okay (laughs) (laughs) on both hands it's not like an accident you're just born like that i was born like that so that's where the name actually comes from most people are just are like man that's the dumbest name i've ever heard for a brewery and i'm like well it got like (laughs) it's it's there's a reason but uh, I have to have that conversation with every uh, customer to make them get, you know, like, oh, okay. It's a really slow process. 
I feel like you could easily make them feel really bad about it. And that's what I would do every time. Oh, it's it's very easy to make people feel bad about it. (laughs) Do they always do what I just did? Just look at their own hands and then back at your hands? You're like, wait, what's different here? (laughs) Wait. Yeah. 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 No, they don't. It's not a twist twist on Peter Baelish, a.k.a. Littlefinger. No. No. (laughs) And when Game of Thrones was popping back in the day... The amount of people who were like, oh, little finger. And I was like, oh, good God. No, 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 no. That was not what I was going for here. I know it's pretty geeky in this place with all the homebrewers and the mead showing up, but oh, God. <laughs> That's funny. So you, but you did rebrand. And I, I I think I said, I read your blog. I'm pretty sure your blog only has one post on it now that I, I have it open. Oh, I barely post anything. <laughs> I think I am. I'm not, I'm not very active on that stuff <laughs> um, but, but i did i did about yeah. a rebrand mm-hmm. so the rebrand i yeah i i switched everything over to the swirl and it's 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 essentially supposed to be uh colliding black holes uh which is part of the rebrand into the tasting room of lambic black hole as our theme here and going deeper into the sci-fi vibes and just kind of my own interest. And it, it it's funny because the hand uh, hop thing, I, I feel like it made a lot of sense when we were the homebrew shop, but when I decided to totally cut that off, I decided we needed to change and and do a whole new image just as a like things are different Mm -hmm. this is not the same thing we're not operating in the same way and have it as a clear indicator of change so that that was part of the thought process on why i did it and i wanted to update it you know the the hop hand thing looked really good digitally um but try and put it on small merch shit it's right. fucking impossible, man. Right. Like right. stitch it onto something, and like they're like, "Oh yeah, that's like thirty-five thousand stitches." I'm like, "Oh okay, well that's maybe I didn't think about that side of things." And sort of, I mean, all the all the weird things you learn as you run a small business by yourself and do all sorts of things you never thought you were going to do. Of like, right, this, this, this. You know, you learn, you figure yeah. out how to how to make it go. For what it's worth, the SFBC that you've got in your glass and stuff is pretty cool too. Simple. Oh yeah. Sim- simple and clean is always good. Oh, I it's it's one of those things I would never have done matron's style of design, but I very much respect it. Right. And I think it will always be kind of classic. I love it. I love up. matron's branding. Matron's in my like yeah. top five branding for Ontario beer. Absolutely. Like it's clean, it's simple, and it just works. And I think it lends itself into a little bit of a timeless. Who knows what will happen over time? As I said, I'm not an expert in anything. So, well, well, here's the thing about this, Rob, because I feel like you're if you're not an expert, you've you've fallen into it by accident, because I think (laughs) one thing that is successful, you know, there's a successful marketing thing, at least in craft beer, is that a you have like a, a clear voice or a personality and there's some breweries you just associate with the person. 
And I don't know if you've intentionally leaned into it more. Or you're just like with the rebrand, but I've become much more aware of you as the personality behind short finger, at least on social media. Maybe it's because you're just like bored and you're fucking around with the reels or I don't know what, but like that works. And I, I don't know if you've seen it, but I, from I'm a marketing person. I'm like, I get it. You have a brand. You're the guy. I, I think that works a lot. Yeah, we, I did struggle with where I needed to land in terms of face for the company. And I don't love social media. If I'm totally honest, I, I kind of well, it's a toxic hellscape it. of fuckery. Yeah, yeah. No, it's awful. Yeah. Okay. It's, but also, it's I'm not addicted my favorite to it thing. and I have to check yeah, my phone exactly. right now. But what's happening yeah. on it right now? Yeah. <laughs> and I've been trying. And so it was essentially coming up with a way to do it in a way that didn't make me feel dirty. Right. And shitty about like doing something I didn't really want to do. And so I try to make the reels just not super serious i mean half the time if i'm releasing a beer i don't even mention it until the very end or like i barely talk about it like i don't know like i just i don't want it to be salesy i want it to just be me the word you're looking for is authentic and it does ring true with your audience yeah i still need to sell shit though that's this is the like but that resonates that like if, if you're trying to be yeah. greasy and salesy people smell that right away like every yeah. single human on earth is on social media now and if you're coming off as mm. someone just trying to sell shit we know we all well, know I, mean, now. <laughs> I don't know i don't know about you but at least i found that there were certain breweries that are always coming into my feed and it was always just like mm pretty shot of a beer you know like this kind of like regular and then you look at started looking at the big breweries across the states and it's like everybody's fucking feed is the same yeah it's the same shit constantly i was like and to my my own pain i can't i i constantly and like i'm not doing things in the prescribed method that people have laid out before me that work I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, these people are doing this because it works. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. I fucking hate that. I really don't want to do that. So I'm going to do something totally different. And I don't know if it's going to work. And yeah. it's kind of working. Yeah. No, it's I such mean, a it's, weird, like, I never know. I'm like, I don't know. It's kind of working. We're still going. We're still yeah. here. And like, I find I I enjoy it more again, which is great. There was a, there was a point where I was not enjoying this. Yeah. Well, the generic, yeah. like, here's our new beer. Here's a picture of it. It's so oh, it's boring. so boring. I actually saw yeah. a post tonight. Mill Street has, like, a pumpkin spice wheat and an apple pie wheat. And it was so, it was like a fucking mock-up of the can. Like, it wasn't, it did, and people were like, is this real? That was some of the comments. Like, is this even yeah. real? Like, are you just testing? Is this, is this happening? It's, it's so fucking, like, who cares? That's white noise. But you have people like, yeah. we had Carmen from, from Bellwoods on here, and she's like, she's you know developed their voice they they just like yeah. it's fun it's unique it's their voice it's like she's like mm -hmm. sometimes i do stuff that isn't gonna hit that's what we want to see we're like everything else is just kind of bullshit so anyway maybe you've I done mean, it most by people, accident mo but your your voice i feel like is authentic i think most people like the the like uh fuck up reels more than the actual content of whatever i'm doing yeah. if I you could work in those. getting yeah. if you could work in getting scared and then getting hit in the balls. I would, yeah. this is all and, my favorite genre of real would well, be there. <laughs> the one thing, the one thing I, I was like, I will not gonna fucking dance. 
I will never <laughs> fucking dance. And I I have never danced on social media. I'll never do it. Never say never. never, I, say never. I, why did I just say that? That is true. That you is just opened true. yourself I, up. Yeah. You've opened yourself up now. But it's one of those I'm like, I'm not gonna it, I don't wanna be on I don't wanna be twerking on camera to get that's you know, what the people want, Rob. That's why we're here. Know, like, Rob, I'm coming in in a couple weeks. To... I'm going to need and 10 flats <laughs> if you dance and zero beers if you don't. You're and going to short finger zero beers. Are you well, I mean, uh, I've, you know, we're talking about your personality coming through on uh, on social media. I thoroughly enjoyed my deep dive uh, earlier today. and uh, I wasn't really aware of you guys, to be honest, Rob. And I don't That's spend fine. that much time in the KW area. Um, yeah. And when I have, like... I, I don't know where to go, so I know where I'm going next time I'm down there. Which Wait, I mean, why don't yeah, you record we... Chris twerking? Because he'll do it. Chris <laughs> I will absolutely Chris gonna do twerk. It. Yeah, yeah, that'll be our next reel. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Some guy, they're like, "Who is this guy just twerking on the short finger?" Team? No, we'll put him in a hat. We'll they'll know who he is. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, perfect. yeah, yeah. Cross perfect. promotion. It's yeah, gonna yeah. be hot. <laughs> got, gotta get it out there. Yep. Nice. Okay, so now we know about this two super massive black holes. Because I I read that you, it seemed like you, it right. seemed like you were saying you wanted to go in a more positive direction with the brand. So yeah, it's two massive black holes colliding. What could be more positive than that? <laughs> that, that is so positive. <laughs> um, well, I I mean I wanted to go in a more positive brand, but I still wanted it to reflect me, and I did have that moment of. Should I be stepping away from the brand? Yeah, you know, when we were doing this change, I had a I had a serious look at Shortfinger. I named I named the goddamn brewery after myself. Right. Like, so what like who am I kidding? No, like I need to be part of this brand all the way to make it work. And when it comes to it, it's me. Right. And there's one other full-time employee here. That was That's my next it. question. How big is the staff these days? Like, yeah. There's two full-time employees. We used to have three at the start of the pandemic and some part-timers, but really it's just two of us working away, doing this thing. It's, it's very small. It's pretty niche in the styles we really are known for. So on my end, I was like, yeah, like, it makes sense that, yeah, it's going to be a weird, eclectic feed. Why wouldn't it be? That's the beer. Yeah. So, so what, I mean, you seem like you, it seems like you feel like you're just hitting your stride or like things are just kind of normalizing to where you want them to be, you know, post pandemic, which is the story of most yeah. of these podcasts, but like what's next? I mean, world domination isn't in short fingers, you know, you're, you're committed to a small footprint. So I don't, Imagine I'll see you in the London LCBO anytime soon. But like, what does the what does the short finger plan look like? The short finger plan looks exactly like what I said earlier. Never sell a drop of beer out of this building. That's <laughs> what I'm moving towards. I am you're going back to that. <laughs> I'm just like, I want to grow to the point where I never have to leave this building with a keg on, you know, like lugging a keg around to go over. And I love having beer on at Bolo and Milo has it on too. We just mm -hmm. sent some beer up there and like for beer bars who who get it, like Volo has always almost always had our beer and like 
pretty much always wants a Lando because it's a very unique style that no one's really doing for good reason, because it's a terrible idea. <laughs> you shouldn't do this <laughs> if you want to run a business. But, uh, you know, like I, I would prefer to be like, okay, we're going to do a special event and I will take it out there. But if I, my goal moving forward is to get to that point where we never sell like a, a liquid outside of this building unless I'm like, yeah, we're we're gonna go do this thing. I don't know yeah. if we'll ever get there. But I'm not I'm actively trying to downsize my like footprint square footage and maintain my current level of production, which I just increased. It was one of those things I got smaller while I got bigger. I'm at a point where I'm like, I don't want to get bigger than this. And now hmm. I don't want to get any bigger than what I Interesting. Which is like a very backwards way to run a business. Right. But if I feel like I'm wanted... going to talk to you in a year and you're going to be like, fuck, I wish I was bigger. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm, there's always like, a, like, you need to make money and you need to make it work. So there's right. economies of scale. But at the same time, short finger wasn't started for me to become a millionaire. Right. And I'm never going to. Like, I'm never going to be Bellwoods. That was never in my cards. It was never, not that those guys are millionaires, but I mean, yeah, yeah they probably are. You know, they probably are. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're doing pretty well. Actually, yeah. didn't they just get like $6 million from some lawsuit a little while ago? So they are millionaires. So yeah. fuck it. They're doing okay. Yeah. yeah they're doing okay. <laughs> ben is dumb. But you know what Rob. I mean? He loves to call people sellouts or potential sellouts on the show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's and, not true. Really? And there's uh, no sellout vibes. <laughs> No yeah, sell-out yeah. vibes coming from you at all. That's not true at all. Dirty punk. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. Sell it. I wouldn't through. even. I wouldn't even be mad if the next news I heard from Rob was that he sold the whole thing to Molson. I don't. Oh, actually, next week, big news: <laughs> Waterloo, Carlsberg has oh, wow. out. So we're <laughs> we're out of here, baby. As much as a consumer, I'm like not interested in that. Like as a business owner, you would be dumb not to accept a truck. Oh, absolutely. Like, I'm oh, not, if I somebody. Okay, wait, wait, wait. If somebody backs a truck of money to me, yeah, I'll take it. But I'm out. Thank you. Almost but I am out. Almost everyone has a number, and the only person. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not that yeah. silly. No. So yeah. that's like. Sure. I'm just in. Go in ahead current and sell operation. it. Go, no, is, go ahead and sell out, but stop calling it craft beer. That's my only beef. Yeah. Stop calling it. Yeah. As soon as you sell out, you're not craft beer. That's it. That's the cutoff for me. Well, Rob, I'm conscious of your time. And I don't know if you listen to the show, but we do a little thing on the show called Pell's Corner, where we give Chris Peller in a little space to do whatever he likes. Sometimes it's a game. It's a quiz. You never know where it's going to go. Oh, oh no. Bad. Are you pouring yeah. that beer really slow? I actually thought you were frozen. You're pouring that beer so slowly. So slow because... Um... I do really high carbonation beers. Okay. And so there's a right way to pour them. I like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is a, a Saison that is like insanely carb to a like, I'm like, shit. It's really carbed. <laughs> I like it. Well, speaking of Mill Street, I had, a, I had a beer with Joel at Mill Street once and he introduced me to the German pour where he would take a pint glass and just literally upend every beer he drank completely upside down and fill it half and let it sit and then fill it the other way. And he's like, all beers over carb. When you pour it out, you got to just pour it hard. 
Anyway. All right. The German poor. Yeah, the German poor. <laughs> well, when I was in in Belgium, you, you know Yvonne de Bates, de la Seine, Burry? But anyways, I don't. he would pour beers, cold pours, and just like really frothy and do that knife thing off the top. And like whenever I've watched anyone in Belgium and like my beer is directly influenced by Belgian brewers, I am always like, no, I want these rocky, huge heads on top. I'm not going to cut it with a knife the way they do because I think that's silly. Yeah. I love looking at a big muffin top on top of my state zone. That's what I want to see. I'm with you. Yeah. I just Making got back from story. Ireland and I had at least a dozen different Irishmen tell me the proper way to pour a Guinness. And were they all got, different? No, they were all exactly the same. So it got it was less it was less obvious that I was interested in what they were saying by the end. <laughs> Yeah, when I worked in an Irish pub, it was like hammered home, and it was like obnoxious. Like I get it; it's special. <laughs> yeah, this is how we do it. Yeah. Okay, but well, we're gonna do Pell's Corner. Can you stick around? I don't know what he's gonna do, but we'll Let's try to do make it. it. Okay. Right. And uh, Chris, you were gonna do a new theme song. Do you have the music ready tonight? Uh, it's getting mastered right okay. now, so I, it was probably. Play, I'll play the old. I'll play the old one. Okay. I really wish I had a beer, especially after you talk about that frothy saison. I just killed my beer. All right. Uh, in honor of the theme of Short Finger uh, Brewery, we're going to go through a series of famous people, and you're going to tell me oh, who has the shortest fingers. I know. Oh, I'm just okay. kidding. We're not really doing that. It's a, <laughs> that's a terrible game. Um, <laughs> that is an awkward game. <laughs> I honestly, I, even... I hope more. I wish more breweries named themselves after their founders, like physical features. That would be fun. Have you been to medium? <laughs> have you been to medium penis and well? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say this goes one way. This clearly goes one way. Yeah, I took it there immediately. Okay, on yeah. with the game. <laughs> um, so, uh, in the theme of sci-fi here, I'm I'm going to assume that you're both uh, well versed in the original Star Wars trilogy. Okay, yes. So we are going to do a trivia contest on uh, uh, strictly original trivia question, original trilogy questions, and we'll see who the master is. Um, I, I have, actually, oh, like, I feel some pressure on this one. I've never before. Oh, felt this is so, a weird one. So... I'm, I, do have a, I do have a beer called Lando, so I do feel pressure on this as well. I'm like, <laughs> I should probably know some things. I mean, as a, that was part of the inspiration behind the uh, the choice for Pell's Corner here, Rob. So um, makes sense. So uh, I have multiple choices for these questions, but I prefer not to give you the. Lando. Okay, let's go. Sorry, trying to find trying to find a Star Wars sound on my soundboard. <laughs> oh, I wasn't sure who did that. I was like, what? <laughs> well, it's got to be a better one than that. It just that's my that's my filling. Go. My filling goes crazy sometimes when we talk about. Star Wars. <laughs> Lando. There we go. Done. <laughs> Lando. <laughs> all right. So we're uh, we're just, you each are going to be able to give an answer. So we'll alternate who goes first in case we're not giving anything away. I There's think. no buzzing in because I'll buzz in with this sound. Lando. <laughs> I got no. Not, I got no. Yeah, I don't know how Rob responds to that. <laughs> yeah. Well, how do I buzz? I'll just be over here playing with my soundboard. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Question number one. Which ship did Han Solo? Wait. Finish? 
Wait, someone answering <laughs> first? I missed that. Yeah, first uh, first answer on this first question will be Rob. You'll okay. go first on the right. next one, okay. Ben. Got You'll it. both have an opportunity to answer. Perfect. Uh, which ship did Han Solo and his crew of rebels use to infiltrate the forest moon of Endor in order to destroy the Empire's shield generator? Now, Rob, you have control of the board at the moment. I will give you Ooh. the option whether you want the multiple choices or if you just want was, to guess. That was like an Imperial shuttle. I don't know. I don't know its name. Uh, I'm, I'm doing fine. That. We're fine. And so you're all fine. Yeah, how are you? Was, <laughs> yeah, that's from a that's from a different movie. Yeah, I know. I think uh, I think it's that three wing thing. It looks like a mini yeah. like minivan. Yeah, I mean, it's wing. an imperial shuttle, just yeah. like Rob was describing. But what was his name? Do you want oh. the multiple choice? All right, take let's the, hear multiple, take the multiple choice. choice. You're going deep, man. No, yeah, the multiple choice good. is stupid. You guys will know immediately when I read it. Um, shuttle four. on the Odyssey on the Odyssey. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Avenger, Home One, Tiderium, or Millennium Falcon? We're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you got, Ben? Oh, I, I'm going to go Tiderium. That's the one I would have picked, too. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, shuttle Tiderium. You were bang on. Uh, this almost deserves an extra point for Rob because he nailed the shuttle. You just described a triangle, Ben. <laughs> I said it was a three-wing thing that looked like a Honda that's Odyssey. That's fine. That's a point each. Well done. Yeah, okay. I, I think that's a that's a shared point. Nobody uh, nobody had the name. All right, Ben, you were up first on the question number two. Half with it. This one will not be a multiple choice option. Okay. What is the name of the giant four-legged walker used by the Empire during the Battle of Hoth? Uh, it's an AT-AT. Rob? Yep. The ATST is the two leg one, right? Yeah. It's not an AT. It's an ATAT. Yeah. ATAT. Yeah. yeah. Nothing. Um, I agree. Accurate. And accurate on the ATST. Well done, Rob. Vader. <laughs> You're really diving into it, eh? It's, yeah. just a, it's just an episode four soundboard. I don't know what's going to come up. Yeah. This one is going. This was this one's a deep cut here, and Rob, you are cool. uh, first answer here. Who is Jabba the Hutt's right hand man? Oh, no, Jabba, no bother. Biv Fortuna, Biv Fortuna, something like that. I feel like I'm getting his name kind of wrong. I think that's it. I think you got it. It is indeed. <laughs> It nice. is indeed Bib Fortuna. At, for the record, Damn. for the people who don't know, that wasn't the soundboard doing Bib Fortuna. That was my impression. No job or no bother. He got more British the second time. No job or no bother. It's the major dome. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there was supposed to be a Jab of the Hutt uh, show, his backstory and his rise to power. I'd watch that. By, by Disney? Yeah. Uh, who was the director? Oh. Who are you casting? I go Kevin James. <laughs> <laughs> He's hot with his meme right now. Yeah, all right. All right. <laughs> He's got a lot of heat right now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Back, Ben, back in your court here. Uh, Cloud City, the mining colony run by one Lando Calrissian, 
Well, you truly belong up in the stars. Look what we have here. Klaus, ah, fuck, I fucked up the quote. Um, what? It's specialized in what resource, Ben? Uh, it was a gas. I don't know if they got any more specific than gas. Of course, uh, they did. They did. Well, there wouldn't be a question if they uh, if, if they didn't. Uh, I'm gonna say as a helium mine. That's probably not right, but. Feels right ish. Take the deflector shield. Take the deflector shields. Rob, you got any better oh. guess than helium? <laughs> um, you're wrong. It's not helium. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Like, I'll give you a clue. It's the gas found in the life zone, the upper part of the atmosphere of the planet Bespin, a gas giant in which the cloud city floated. Hmm. <laughs> it's a super Best helpful clue, gas. right? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's called. Don't t- remember. Tibana. I should have given you guys the multiple choice on that one. Oh wow, that doesn't even ring a bell. Yeah, yeah. That's, someone, uh... someone right now is kicking a, their dashboard. Some oh. nerds. These like, guys are morons. Just, yeah, yeah. These Everyone knows this Tibana. These are not nerds. <laughs> this guy's got a Lando beer. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, um, pretty much. All right, I like this one here. Uh, and uh, Rob, you are guessing first on this one. What was Luke Skywalker's call sign during the Battle of Yavin? Yavin? What the fuck is Yavin? that? Yavin? 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 Yeah, Ben. Rogue? No, no. Rogue one. Rogue leader. Porkins, is that you? It's me, Porkins. Oh. I'm huge. Porkins. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember, and I feel like I should remember this. Hmm, I think he's number four. I don't trust Lando. <laughs> you shouldn't. <laughs> All I got is number four, and I can't remember what goes before it. That's that's my guess right now. You're up, Ben. Can you repeat the question? What was Luke Skywalker's <laughs> call sign during the Battle of Yavin? Do you know what? what do you know when it? the Battle of Yavin was? It's the original Death Star. Fight, That's right? number one. That's number yeah. one. Uh, It'll be just like blowing up Womp Rats back home. It's got to be Rogue something. I'll go with Rogue Two. Or was it Red Leader? Oh, anyway, I'm just triple guessing. Red, Red Five. Oh, five. Oh, I didn't even get the number right. Yeah, this is disappointing for. Anybody who's uh, checking my credentials on science fiction. You might have to stop making this beer, man. I know. I think we'll just shut it down. Yeah, right? yeah, like, <laughs> I was looking for certain Lando quizzes, but... Uh, yeah, this is... I, I had to go really deep here. Um, all right. Next one up here. That was him saying, Ben. That was a good one. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> That sounds like the, the real Star Wars fans just uh, begging you. There's a lot of Ben. All right. Why didn't you tell me? Okay, go, go, go. This, is, this is riveting, Ben. I'm going to keep doing this for an hour when yeah. we sign off. So. Ben! Ben! I'm going to pour a with the soundboard. Stop with pour... the soundboard, Ben. Dagobah. Okay. Who um, was Luke Skywalker's father? No. 
During <laughs> Luke's confrontation with Emperor Palpatine and Darth Vader on the second Death Star, what does Luke try to conceal from them? Oh. His true feelings? <laughs> uh, what did he try to conceal from them? He has a short finger under his glove. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say his fake hand, but why would he care if they knew that? <laughs> yeah, he's just hiding behind him. I'm really shy about this hand that you cut yeah. off. Super. Uh, what are they concealing? The f- I think he's trying to hide that he knows where Leia is, but that doesn't make any sense. That's what I'm going to say, though. Okay. Nope. Um... Shut the fuck up. Um, Uh, Anything different there, Rob? I think it's his anger. Isn't like Ben was more on the right track. He was trying to conceal that he has a sister. Right. Uh, Not her not her yeah, not her location, but her existence. And uh, yeah, Vader says, a sister. And that's when Luke loses. Right. This is really starting to fall off the rails. Those first three questions were really good. Yeah. yeah. Well, now we're yeah, we're yeah. Tied. And now it's just yeah. Here we are. Let's just say All we're right, tied. Yeah. We have one more. Each. Here's a. You guys are tied. You got three. Daddy rope two. I didn't even press it that time. This one's going to be multiple choice because you guys are uh, really fading here, and this question is probably not that fair. What was the name of the Ewok who found Leia unconscious on the forest moon of Endor after she was thrown off her speeder bike? Like, did they? Did she? Did he announce himself? Did he introduce himself? I, some, <laughs> was there I don't a, know what my name is. Isn't it the yeah. main guy, the famous guy, like that one Ewok who everyone knows his name, whose name I can't remember? Chub yes, Chub? for sure. Yeah. I'll give you the. I'll give <laughs> you the choice. It's not Chub Chub. I'll give you the choice. <laughs> he says that Chub Chub. Like that's, yeah, that's their I'm language. Sure he does. That's the only Chub. thing I remember. This is the kind of shit that gets you canceled on the Forest Moon of Endor. He didn't say Chub. That's his language. It's not his name, guys. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Ooh. I think he's uh, saying he had a Chub Chub because he's never seen a layup. All right. Layup. Yeah, 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 chub right. Chub. He's pointing at his dick. <laughs> chub Chub. <laughs> Chirpa? Don't worry. He's no one's listening chub, this chub. far into the show. We can yeah, see whatever. Chirpa? Yeah. Tebow, Wicked Warwick, or Ashafan? Tebow? Spelled <laughs> like the football player? Yeah, Tebow. Well before Tim Tebow was even born. I'm going to go with Chirpa. Actually in the future, but okay. So it's actually... Yeah. Rob's going with Chirpa. Ben, who are you going with? Chirpa, Tebow. What was the other one? Wicket, Warwick, or Ashafan. It's Wicket. It's, wicked. it's 100% Wicket. It is indeed Wicket, Warwick. Yeah, I just needed to hear it. Nice. I think it was actually Warwick Davis. The actor's name is Warwick. Also, the guy. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. All right, I got two more. There's only one little. There's only one little person in Hollywood for like 20 years, apparently. Yeah, I read some rumor that it was the same actor who was who portrayed every Ewok. I'm like, it doesn't even make any sense. There's multiple Ewoks. <laughs> How? How did he do it? It's impossible. They're in a battle. There's doesn't like hundreds make... of them. Yeah. All right, here okay. we go. This two is more for questions. The women. Or no, wait. I got two more. Okay. How many Imperial officers? I think you're winning, Ben. You are up 4-3 right now, Ben. How many Imperial officers did Darth Vader discipline with a force choke during the Empire Strikes Back? 
how many through the whole movie? Yes. This is where I would find, I find your lack of faith disturbing. But I think that's from the first movie. That is from the first movie. What You look like you're searching something online there, Ben. That's against the rules. I'm searching for that sound clip. I find your lack of faith disturbing. <laughs> well, there you go. I don't cheat at quizzes. Who, uh, is it my go? Your go? Who's, who's up here? Man. You. Let's kick it to oh, you, Rob. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, not sure. I'm gonna say three. I can't remember an incident in Empire. I feel like on Hoth when he gets there and they're all already cleared off. Maybe he chokes one, and I can't remember what else. I'll say one. I, I feel like he choked some people when the bounty hunters were there. Yeah, there's two. He chokes one with the bounty hunter. He does one on on screen, right? And it's you're the admiral now, and the guy's just kind of furtively looking to the side while he chokes his yeah. buddy out. And, and then he's just casually chit chatting while he continues to choke the guy. All right, I got one more. He for says you you're here. the admiral now. I don't think he says that. And then the guy says, "I'm the captain now." You beat me to it. I'm the captain now. <laughs> yeah, that's the line. <laughs> this is my favorite line from Empire. Um, all right, last question here. This is a, a bonus. There's a bonus available here too, Rob, so you still have a chance for victory here. How many times did characters utter some form of the phrase, I got a bad feeling about this oh, during A New Hope? How many times, Ben, you are leading here. How many times during A New Hope? Got a bad feeling about this. I can picture Luke saying it once, and I can picture Han saying it once, so I'm going to say two. Rob I'm looking. For, I'm looking for this. I won't play the soundbite because it'll be a person, and then we'll reckon, <laughs> if it's Leia, then we know I'm wrong. I'm, I'm going to go three again. It was indeed two. Han and the garbage uh, garburator, and Luke as they're approaching the the Death Star. The bonus question: How many times? Bad feeling about this. That was Anakin. That's episode. I've two. got a bad feeling about this. <laughs> I recognize that. Say it a lot. That nondescript accent anywhere. Um, how many times the bonus question? I slaughtered them. I slaughtered them all. <laughs> That's my Anakin impression. How many times in the whole series does someone say, I've got a bad feeling about this? Wow, we know of at least one more. Nine no, no, movies? No. Original trilogy. Only. Okay, okay, okay. Oh. <clears throat> Super movie, I'm going six. I'll go five then. Oh, nailed it, Rob. Absolutely nailed <laughs> I have it. I have a bad feeling about this. There's a layer in the dark there. Very bad guess, uh, there's a lot. I have a really bad feeling. <laughs> I think that's all five right there. Bad feeling about that pile of stuff, Shadow. Use your chaos blast to destroy it. <laughs> that's not Star Wars. That doesn't sound right. Not I don't remember that one. All right, that's uh, it. And Rob with a killer tie uh, pulling out with that bonus question. I feel like uh, Ben won it. I know, but nobody nobody ever loses. I never win. That's the, the show. trick. That's the stupid Rob. trick. Oh, well, this time you win it. You win it, brother. Yes. Just take it and run. Finally. Yeah. Finally. Take it and run. <laughs> so humble. <laughs> well, we're over time, Rob. So thank you for sticking around to play. I'm sorry you will no longer be able to prove Lando. 
uh the star wars yeah I'm, I'm done it's done it's the, the, the dream is over free. man <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well good luck yeah, good luck not selling any more beer out of uh your brewery oh chris is just gone <laughs> he just left he's, Bye, he's done he was like yeah i'm fucking out <laughs> after pell's corner I that was shameful well it's good chatting with you man and uh i hope we get out to see you soon i look forward to seeing chris twerking on your uh, instagram yeah that's gonna be a wild one whenever he shows up (laughs) i can't wait all right thanks man all right ben thanks man talk to you later i'll talk to you later A longhorn. Longhorn lager? Do I look like a sarsaparilla man to you? One longhorn coming up. Longhorn lager by Farmer's Creed Beer. Grab the bull by the horns at select beer and LCBO stores. When I was stand-up to me, I got into comedy to do comedy, which is weird, I know. But when you're in Hollywood and you're a comedian, everybody wants you to do other things besides comedy. They say, all right, you're a stand-up comedian. Can you act? Can you write? Write us a script. They want me to do things that's related to comedy, but not comedy. That's not fair. <laughs> it's as though if I was a cook and I worked my ass off to become a good cook, they said, all right, you're a cook. Can you farm? 